0: I am so grateful to be with you this morning to bring to you a message from the Word of God. Let's lift up our cups, lift up our hearts to God and ask Him, Lord, would you fill us up today with the hope that you have in store for us through the power of your Word. I am excited, delighted to share today's message with you from Nehemiah chapter 8. This is probably one uh, one of the most impactful um, set of scripture for me personally because it has spoken to my heart over the last few years to remind me that God doesn't want me to stay where I'm at. He doesn't want me to stay in um, in a place where I, f- I find myself when it's this coming to to God and, and recognizing, how great he is, how small I am, and that, that just distance between us. He doesn't want me to stay there in that place of, of distance with him. He wants me to grow closer toward him. Um, in this chapter of Nehemiah, we find that the wall is completed. It is time to celebrate. It's time to give God the glory for all of the work that was done. And so they have all the people gathered together. And in this chapter, um, Ezra, who's the priest at that time, there's also a, a book of the Bible by him written around this a similar time period. And Ezra begins to stand up in front of the nation of Israel, all who have gathered in Jerusalem, and, and proclaim the truth of God. He stands up on a platform and... Be, opens up this, the scroll and begins reading from the scroll and con, you know, proclaiming the goodness of God to the people of Israel. In verse 6, we read this, When Ezra blessed the Lord as the great God, all the people responded to him, Amen, Amen, by lifting up their hands and they bowed their heads and they worshipped the Lord with their faces on the ground. We could probably spend an entire day just unpacking this one verse because what I love about it is that it is, Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God. And it is just through words, through the reading of scripture, that people were moved. People were moved to, to lift up their hands and praise God. People were moved to fall on their face before him. People's hearts were stirred, the Holy Spirit was stirring in them to move them to a response to the reading of the word. And I have to pause and ask us, ask myself this question, when was the last time that just hearing the word of God, reading his words, convicted my spirit in such a way or brought um, a sense of praise to my spirit that I, again, I just recognized the greatness of who he is that it brought me to my knees, it brought me to my face, and I I can't even help myself, I just have to raise up my arms and say thanks be to God because of how great and how marvelous and how wonderful He is. When was that time for you? If you can look back over your life, have there been seasons of time when, for whatever reason, every time you open your Bible, that the Holy Spirit was just speaking to you a thing after thing after thing, and you just felt like you couldn't get enough of God's word. I believe that the, the people of, of Israel and Jerusalem at this time, they had been they had gone so long. They had gone so long without hearing, without reading, without participating in corporate worship that they had forgotten, but their hearts knew their hearts knew like in their soul in the depths of their soul, they knew the Word of God they had heard the stories they that had been passed down from generation to generation they knew of God, and now they're getting to hear again a fresh sense of an, an, an encounter with God that they hadn't had in perhaps a whole generation perhaps. Uh, decades of time that had gone by and hadn't had an encounter with God like this. And they, on this day at their celebration, they got to have an encounter with God where their hearts were stirred and moved. And their hearts were stirred and moved and they were grieved. They were grieved because they recognized how they had not been living according to the law, how they had let other nations around them that they had been exiled into, how they let those other customs and nations and other ways of thinking infiltrate the way that they knew that God had desired for them to live. And so their hearts were grieved and, and they mourned, they were crying. In verse 9, we read this, This is the holy day of the Lord your God. And Ezra says to the people, stop mourning and weeping. And then in, in a side note, it says, this is because all the people wept when they heard the word of the law. So when the law was read to them, their hearts were broken and they were grieved because they of that, that conviction that came through the Holy Spirit that showed them, demonstrated to them That we have not been doing what our God uh, is desiring of. We have not been living our best life because we have not been walking in the ways of the Lord. And so this was an opportunity for them that, uh, again, to, to refresh, to reset, just like the rebuilding of the wall. This is a time to rebuild their lives based on the law of the Lord, based on who God is, based on their relationship with him and i don't know about you but what what hits me about this verse too is that ezra is saying stop stop your mourning and stop your weeping and i had to ask myself why why didn't nehemiah or excuse me why did ezra tell the people this at this point where there was a a conviction the power of conviction that came over them through the Holy Spirit, and they were moved to weep and mourn. Why did Ezra tell them to stop weeping and mourning? We find the answer in verse 10 as we keep reading. It says, go your own way. Eat the fat, drink the sweet drink, send portions to to, to them who nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to our Lord. Do not be grieved, because the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. If we sit in the grieving and mourning over our sin, over our separation from God, if we just sit there, it's kind of like we're putting all of the pressure on ourselves to, to To do the transforming work. And this kind of overwhelming sense of, I'm, I'm not good enough, I'm not um, able enough to to live the life that God is calling me to, which is absolutely 100% false. If God is convicting our spirit, if he's bringing a, a conviction upon us to, to show us That he has something better for us the the ways of god are better than the ways of the world the ways of god are going to lead to a place of life and joy and peace and and hope the ways of the world are going to lead us to a path of destruction and so when we recognize that there's this gap and maybe we've been living over here and this is the place where god wants us to be living these are his laws and his ways and Um, his path for us, how do we get from here to here? God, through Ezra, is telling us, yes, there is a sense of conviction. Yes, your heart should be grieved and mourned, but don't stay there. Recognize and, and celebrate in the fact that the joy of the Lord is your strength. He is giving you the strength. To not live how you lived yesterday, to not do the things that you were doing yesterday, to, to live different, to change your mindset, to have a heart that is refreshed and renewed, to go about today and do the things that He's asking you to do, to live different than the life that you had been living before. It is through the power of the Holy Spirit at work in us that we can start today new. We can be refreshed today. We don't have to sit and dwell in and uh, just stew in the mistakes that we have made from the past. We don't have to dredge up over and over and over again the things of the past. We don't have to relive the things of the past over and over and over again. The sin, the mistakes, the regret, the the choices that we made that were not we that were not God honoring choices. We don't have to live relive them over and over and over. The joy is that today is a new day. That God's mercies are new for us every day. We don't have to stay stuck in the yesterday sin. We don't have to stay stuck in. In in the decisions that were made yesterday, today is a new day. Can you hear that? Today is a new day. Allow the Spirit to convict you and then find the joy, recognizing that God has greater things in store for you. And it is His strength that is going to bring you into the path that He has for you. You do not have to stay stuck there. You do not have to stay stuck in in the poor choices that were made yesterday. You do not have to stay stuck in in the sin that was done yesterday. You do not have to uh, live in, in regret. Jesus wants you. God wants you to live in freedom. So he's saying to you today, he's saying to me today, stop your weeping. Stop your mourning over the sin. It's time to let the joy of Christ, the joy of God reign in our hearts to move us forward, to propel us forward into the place that he wants for us, the good life that he has for us. That it isn't bogged down by the sin and the choices of our past, but it is set free to live new, to live light, to live in joy, to live in peace, to live in his love, to bask in his love, to understand that he loves us so much despite all of these choices. He loves us so much, and we don't have to just be held back by them. Today is a new day, my brothers and sisters. Today is a new day that we can set our face toward the future that God has planned for us. I encourage you to go back to your Bibles, to open up to Nehemiah 8, to read the entirety of this chapter because there are countless verses in here that we could have talked about today. Uh, countless verses about even the, the, the Feast of Tabernacles that's established right after this. That's a, an annual reminder of all that God has done all that God has done, and we need to do a better job of that in our lives, I believe, as as believers, we don't celebrate enough. We don't celebrate the goodness of God. We don't celebrate all that he has done and allow that celebration to, to rekindle and refresh the joy and allow our strength to come from that place of joy that he gives us because of who he is what he desires for us and him moving and working in our lives let's pray heavenly father god you are so so good god our our hearts are just blessed to be in your presence father i pray that today we would all just have a a new sense of joy and peace a sense of joy knowing that you are our strength father god Father, I pray that you would forgive us for all the times when we've tried to muster up strength on our own to to do the transforming work that can only be done through the power of your Spirit. And God, I just pray that you would uh, not allow us or that you would help us to, to not stay stuck in the sin of our past, God. But even to recognize today, today is a new day. I get to make a different choice today. I don't have to make the choices that I made yesterday, even if it's been years of living a life that is based on a certain sin. I don't have to make that choice today. I can make a new choice. I can be reminded today of the way that, that you had, just like the Israelites, there was a path that the Israelites were walking. You gave them the law through, through Moses. You gave them just how they were to live. And over the years, we, we drift away, Father. Maybe we've drifted away from from knowing uh, and just and knowing the truth, but but wanting to live according to the world because that seemed more fun, or that seemed um, more comfortable, or that seemed more accepting of people around me than to live according to Your law. Lord, we confess that living according to Your law is not always or and maybe ever the easiest choice. It's not the easy path, but it is a path that you will bless. It is a path that you have paved for us. It is a path that is narrow, but God, you are with us and you are our strength and you give us joy when we choose to, to celebrate the conviction that you have put in our hearts and to not live in the past of our sin, not live in the past of our mistakes, Father. And I thank you for for this recognition today. I pray that you would bless each one who choosing to to be a part of this cup of hope uh, message today, Lord. I pray that you would give them the courage that they need to make the choices that you're asking them to make. And remind them, Lord, that today is a new day and you have great things in store for them today. I thank you, Father, for all of this. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, I pray that as you go about your day today, that you are refreshed and you are renewed, that the joy of the Lord would be your strength. Today, as we read in Nehemiah eight, ten, let the joy of the Lord be your strength. Be blessed, be well, and I will see you back here on Friday. Bye-bye.